0: Hello everyone and welcome to Something You Know podcast in episode 3 I think I have more motivation Right now to publish Weekly episode That means I will publish Every episode Every week uh, And I Always want to say this, I want to say thank you uh, To my audience To every listener For um, your support And I very appreciate that that Uh, and if you're the new listener and I very appreciate for your time uh, listening to what I said um, and I know sometimes what I said is kind of boring you Uh, so anyway today episode I want to address what is happening to the world not only in Ukraine and Russia, but also in the world. But mostly, the main part is talking about the conflict in uh, Russia and Ukraine right now. You know, in the previous episode, the first one, the episode season, the first um first episode of season three, I have been addressing the conflict between them. But in this today episode, I want to. Talk about the um, the consequences of this meaningless war, and of course, as usual, my heart is going to the people of Ukraine and also the people of the war and the peace. I just hope this is going to be end soon, one or another. Okay. Um, as you know, Russia is a um, a big country with many good sources. Now. Let's talk about sanction. Putting sanction on Russia, to be honest, cannot help anything. It only creates the worst-case scenario that the gas will disappear and the war will suffer. End of that. Bad for Russia? Yes, of course. Because its economy will going down. But good with the war. Yeah, I don't think so, because it still depends on the sources of the Russia. Especially gas, that like I said, which have the whole Europe to heat up during the cold time. And with the US citizen, the gas price right now is getting higher than ever. Beginning with the $5 per gallon in, especially I'm living in um, California right now. Every single second, the gas price is going up. Right now, I don't think it's $5 anymore, it's it's like $6, and soon it'll be $10 per gallon. It could be the history, oh my god, it's so horrible. Besides, the inflation in the US is yet to fix. Under the um, administration of President Joe Biden, I feel like things seem to turn worse than ever. Dealing with Russia, they only know one thing is punish. His punishment but not seeing clearly what is the best punishment for Russia thinking about this okay just think about it okay you can hate me for saying this I'm not praying uh, President Russia Mr. Putin but if you know about him he used to be a spy before he became a president every move of him will remain secret and there's no way what people can understand what is planning okay? what is in his mind it's all in his hand okay he calculate every move right now he even ignores the sanction and then the, does not treat it as a problem at all he has to prepare for that that is so so crazy right now i feel like with the conflict, I believe we are starting to forget there's a COVID existed in this world right now, and not even give, give a damn about that. Um, so if you um heard uh watch a news or uh listen to anyone say the President Joe Biden had a speech addressing the rise of the gas prices that bit is nothing but blaming Russia for the rise of Russia and for the rise of gas prices, right? But is that right? So technically, technically, the gas price had been growing up even before the invasion of Russia. And there's no sign of decreasing in the price. Like I said, it's going to be $10 per gallon soon. This is a result of depending too much on the oil and the fuel of Russia, all kinds deal with them on oil and gas. Aside between the U.S. and Russia, we shake hands, we become friends and now this happened. We want to cut out all the gas, all the fuel from from Russia. There's no more businesses. Okay, not only U.S. but the whole Europe have met business with Russia also when the. Conflict was blow out. They put all kind of sanction like I said, on Russia, which are considering carefully. I think it's necessary to do that because the war needs to be tough on Russia after they invaded Ukraine. But if you want to do something, you have to think twice. You have to make a plan. You have to consider it, whether it can affect us or not. So Europe itself have put the citizen in the terrible, terrible situation they are running out of the burning fuel to heat it up during the cold time which right now I think they're using uh, the wood to uh, to burn burn up the, the fire right now only if the government had a plan, the citizens' lives would have been different so the gas price in the US right now had make made people struggling a lot. They pay high prices every time they pump the gas. Watching money flying away into the gas station. Their heart even my heart feels hurt as hell. I feel like I just my heart is broken as if I just been kicked by by, by my lover we have a neighbor Canada the closest one they have oil and yet no one to, want to make a business deal with them they have Venezuela in the South America and we sanction them and now we are trying to convince them to provide us the fuel right so I, I, my question is that <clears throat> Why close neighbor we don't want to work with? Why we had to reach the hand far far away until the Russia like that? And now when the conflict blow out the United Nations is like agree to punish Russia and the rest is history. Um I read an article on Fox which I I had to lean on their side This time right now The Senate mi- mi- Minority Leader Mitch McConnell Said on Thursday in Washington That the rise of the gas prices Right now is not All the fault of Russia So here's here's what he said uh, I will quote everything he said Okay. You think the Democrats Would have been proud of this Hostility to fossil fuels And homegrown energy Is precisely what President Biden campaigns on, McConnell said. Here's what our president said on the campaign trial in 2020, a direct quote. No more subsidies for the fossil fuels industry. No more drilling on the federal land. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill. Period. It's end. That was the president in 2020. Here's what he told an activist. Look at my eyes. I guarantee you is going to end. End. Fossil fuel. Now President Biden spent 2 years campaigning on hosti- hostility to American energy. Now he spent 14 months putting the hostility right into action. Meaning, the American is struggling with the gas price right now. And somehow, President Biden want us to accept that without any questioning. The gas price going up. The inflation of the US has not yet been fixed. The government focused on the conflict between Ukraine and Russia first, thinking about what game we should we play with the Russian America's lives matter too. Not a Ukrainian. The country to step out of the pandemic and is on the way to recovering covering everything. But it seems like nothing has been done yet. Another article from ABC News. The government reports Thursday showed that from January to February, the inflation rose 0.8% up to a 0.6%, increasing from December to January, excluding the hotel food and energy category, so-called the the prices rose a sharp 0.5% month to month and 6.4% from a year earlier. Economics tend to monitor the core prices because they more closely reflect the longer running inflation trend. That is not a good information. Not a good piece of information that any season wants to hear. Inflation is keep getting up high and higher. Why do American people need to care about what is happening in Ukraine right now? Of course, they can care about that. They want to. What they can do, all we we can do is praying. We don't want to step into the that war. We don't want the potential of war, which is happening again. It is terrible. We can donate them. I agree because I'm doing that too. We donating them any website or any charity. We can help them. Thinking about this, we are struggling in our own country too, okay? If that country, I mean Ukraine, cannot save itself, what America or other countries can help them, right? I don't agree and will never agree that America will exchange the high of the prices, the inflation of a country to get a peace in Ukraine. Think about the low income families. They're struggling with life. They pay high taxes. They have a pile of bills that need to be paid. And now with this, I don't think they can hold any longer. Okay? Like I said, we just recovered from the pandemic. A lot of people being kicked out of the house, they cannot pay the rent. Period. They lost their job. Period. We should focus on fixing the economy first. Provide the life. provide the American people lives first. Put the American on first. That is the first priority that the government should do. Americans need help. The economy need help. The society need help. And they should not ignore American life like that. I will not accept that the way that the Biden administration did to us right now. I used to trust him, seriously, I trust him, when the, from the very first day he run the campaign against Donald Trump, I'm not a big fan of Donald Trump, and I would like him. I have a trust on President Biden on how he can fix things around, but it seems like he haven't done or, ever, or achieved anything that can help American people to have a better life. Um, I want to suggest, this is just a suggestion to for the solution for this matrix. Putting Russia inside the negotiating table and working a deal with Russia. They can discuss the best solution for from, from both sides in order for Russia to pull the troops out of Ukraine and end the sanction. On the side of Ukraine, ask them what they really want. If you want to join NATO, they had to make sure that they don't threaten. I mean, if they want to join NATO, they had to make sure that they don't threaten Russia with any kind of weapon from the West, and they had to maintain the peace between the Russia, like between the Russia. If they want to stay with Russia, Russia is responsible for providing Ukraine what they want and helping them to develop the nation because at this moment the position of Ukraine on the map of Europe on on the map of the world is not good and nothing here is growing up they still depend on other country and they still wait for help it's also easy from with my plan but to take an action with this plan well <laughs> perhaps it will be a long journey only if they know what is the meaning of peace um we're talking about the war in Ukraine and Russia for the last three weeks. I feel so tired. It seems like the war, it is a war that doesn't have any end. No ending. Imagine this war is like um, a soccer match. They're kicking the soccer ball, which is the war right now. Russia and Ukraine are the two competitors. The goal is their purpose. Ukraine wants Russia pulling out the troops. Russia wants U- Ukraine wants Russia pulling the troops. Russia wants Ukraine not to join NATO and stay neutral. Seeing the ego of each country is so high, they decided not to choose to conti- not to choose ending this war just continue the sea of people fleeing Ukraine right now is um, more tragic than ever, they're trying to save their lives, they're trying to run away from the dangers, they're trying to find freedom in other countries, more than ever, they're hopeless no one wants to leave their country that they were born in, that they grew up in no one wants to leave their home their family but because of this war It has to come. They leave the country without knowing what day they can come back. The sins of death, of separation, of crumble are being curved inside the mind of innocent people forever. The part that suffer the most is civilian. The government can get away with what they did. Politicians can flee the country just in one night. Soldier had to fight until the last breath to protect the country even if there's only smallest chance. They had to fulfill their duty like they used to vow. That is patriot. That is bravery. Sylvain lost their houses, their families, and their lives. What international court can get their justice back? Nothing. I want to uh, return to what I, um, I've been read. Re- recently is an, um, an, an, uh, an article of Mr. Henry Kiss- Kissinger, the Secretary of United States from 1973 to 1977 uh, he the, the article named Henry Kissinger to settle the Ukraine crisis and um, start at the end published in Washington Post in 2014, he said like this Far too often the Ukrainian issue is posed as a showdown whether Ukraine joins the East or the West But if Ukraine is to survive and thrive, it must not be other side's outpost against the other It should be functioned as a bridge between them As you know, Kissinger has a lot of experience as a diplomat with other country, and each time, each time he, he dealt with them, it would be a lesson. What, had, what Mr. Kissinger said can be understood like this, Ukraine does not know what's the best for them, what side they should stand on, how to develop its nation and understand what people want. Until right now, they don't have their point of view. They think like, oh, Western country is so modern, so beautiful, so civilized, so democratic, so developing, we should play with them, we should abandon Russia forever. A country that always depends on other countries for help will never be good, let alone about development. They can never have independence. Ukraine is doing the same, waiting for the help of other country. Meanwhile, Russia is trying to help Ukraine and does everything for the sake of that nation. But Ukraine did not even care. They always say like this, a stranger nearby is better than far away relative. Russia is not stranger, they are like a brother, reaching arms far far away and what they got back? Nothing. See? On the night of the attack, NATO only said but never did anything. The United nation criticized Russia and acting, well, the rest is history like I say. The tension between Russia and other Western countries have been worse for many years. In the middle, like Kissinger said, Ukraine should be a bridge connecting Russia with the rest of the world so that the world can understand Russia more. And after all this year, they would have been friends. They would have been a business partner. They can support each other. They don't need to fight, they don't need to hate. But unfortunately, it will never happen. Ukraine should have been focused on its nation first. Make a nation stronger, make a nation better, make a nation great again. Yes, the dream, dream the smallest dreams first and then the bigger dreams later. At this time, Ukraine is like a piece of cake that every Western country and Russia want to own and control. It has turned into a war zone. Well, nothing, nothing has <laughs> happened, I'll tell what the, uh, the right now, right? I, uh, th- there's a saying, every regime is only temporary. All of the people and country last forever. There's nothing in this world can conquer the mind and the spirit of the people. The Ukraine people will stand up again. I believe so. Russia invading other country, they had to pay the consequences for what they did. People in every country will stand up again and build back things. We take back what they lost. (laughs) Government is one thing but people is everything. To end this uh, episode today I want to quote the saying from Martin Luther King's Darkness cannot drive darkness Only light can do it Hate cannot drive hate Only love can do it I believe that's that quote is enough to summarize everything right now, right? To say what it means to have the peace What happening to the war right now is like a tragedy that even if William Shakespeare was still alive he wouldn't have more tragic play than this reality My mind is keep thinking about the recent situation and I have to thinking carefully to do this podcast Episode today I'm talk what I think Because of my mind right now I focus more On American people I focus more On the low income families The businesses And even Our lives Anyone who lives in America right now, if you listen to me, I'm worried about our life more than ever. Seeing every... Our pennies... Putting on the gas... For the taxes, for... And the inflation is not yet to be fixed. Everything is going up... Vertical. I don't know where our life, what our life would be. Right now, the government only focus on the on Ukraine and Russia, but what about us? We are important too. We matter. I am uh, I just hope it's going to be, it's going to be end soon. One way or another, it has to end immediately. We are tired too, I I believe that you are tired too. We're desperately seeing things that not like used to be. But what else we can do? They say we have power to change things in our hand. But what power we have. What power we can change. It's all in the hand of the government. Do you think that they're ignoring us right now? The surveillance... In any country, should deserve to have better life, to live in a peaceful world, to receive the pros- sp- spot- sp- prosperity. I'm sorry about that, and to be happy. We don't deserve the worst thing. We deserve better. so sorry if throughout the episode I I got so emotional Um, I uh, that's all I want to say I would I stand with what is right and I stand with Americans since the day I took a vow no I took an oath of allegiance after I become a US citizen I promise to protect our country seeing this country like this I only know to pray and I believe every one of you are praying right now with me to to hope this nightmare will be end and uh, I'm Ryan and thank you for listening and I hope I see you in the next episode of Something Real Podcast.